There aren't a lot of verses in the Bible that are specifically for children. Most of the Bible is just written for people in general. So it's written for young people and old people. It doesn't really matter. But there are a few verses that are specifically for children. And today we're going to read one of those. I'm so glad that you joined me on Audacious Arrows, where we're becoming recklessly bold men and women of faith through the power of God's word. Once again, the book of Colossians was actually a letter written by Paul and Timothy to the Christians in Colossae. Those Christians in Colossae were being pulled away from the gospel and pulled away from Jesus to worship some other things and do some other things. And Paul wrote this letter encouraging them to stick to Jesus and to rely on the fullness of the gospel. The gospel was enough for them. He makes the points that if we have our eyes fixed on heaven, on the hope laid up for us in heaven, if we set our eyes on things above and not on things of earth, it'll change how we live. It'll change the way that we speak and the way that we act. And in our reading today, Paul is going to give some really specific directions to people in specific roles. He's going to talk to wives and husbands children and fathers and masters and slaves and he's going to give them some specific directions on how they should behave in their household now you might immediately have the question wait a minute paul is giving directions to slaves is he saying that slavery is okay i learned in school that slavery is a bad thing well i don't think that paul is making a point of whether slavery is okay or not and in fact during this time in history, I think slavery might have meant some different things than how we understand it today. But I think Paul is just talking to people in the situation they're in. So whether or not it was a good thing, whether you happen to be a master or a slave, Paul is going to give some instructions of how you should live right now in the situation you are. Kind of like you didn't pick to be a child, but you're in that situation right now. So here's some instructions for you on how you should live where you are right now. All right, let's dive in. We're starting in Colossians chapter 3, verse 18. If you need to hit pause so you can find it, go ahead and do that. And if you're in your car and you don't have your Bible with you, make sure you open it up later on today and read this for yourself. Colossians chapter 3, verse 18. Here we go. Wives, submit to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged. Slaves, obey in everything those who are your earthly masters, not by way of eye service as people pleasers, but with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. For the wrongdoer will be paid back for the wrong he has done, and there is no partiality. Masters, treat your slaves justly and fairly, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. 
Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us, that God may open to us a door for the word, to declare the mystery of Christ, on account of which I am in prison, that I may make it clear, which is how I ought to speak. Conduct yourselves wisely toward outsiders, making the best use of the time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Verse 23 there is one that I have memorized before. In fact, my kids listen to a song um, of that verse by Slugs and Bugs. And so that always comes to mind when I read that. It says, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. So everything that we're supposed to do should be for Jesus, not for other people. Well, let's take that truth and look at this direction that Paul gives to children. He says children are supposed to obey their parents in everything. Yikes, that's hard. (laughs) Parents ask you to do a lot of things that you probably don't want to do. And then he gives a reason why. For this pleases the Lord. So we obey our parents, not because our parents deserve our obedience, not because our parents are so great and worthy, but because the Lord is pleased by that. We obey our parents and we work heartily for the Lord. The same is true of these other things. Why should wives submit to their husbands? Because it's fitting in the Lord, because it honors Jesus, not because their husbands deserve it. And slaves obey their masters because it pleases the Lord, not because their masters are so great. That applies someday you'll get a job. You, you won't probably be a slave, but you'll be an employee somewhere and you'll work for somebody else. And you can honor them and obey them because it pleases the Lord, not because your boss is so great. This applies in so many situations. Paul is giving specific directions for stuff inside the family home, but it applies in many places. We can honor and obey people in authority over us, not because they're perfect, not because they deserve it, but because it honors Jesus. And we can work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. We can do our work well. We can obey with cheerful hearts because it pleases the Lord. At the end here, Paul gives just a few more instructions. He wants them to continue steadfastly in prayer and be watchful. He wants them to pray for him. He also wants them to think about how they treat people outside the church and how they share the gospel with them. He wants their speech to be gracious and seasoned with salt. What on earth does that mean? Does that mean they're supposed to put salt on their tongues? No, salt brings out good flavors in things. So he wants them to speak about the gospel in a way that brings out the goodness in it and is gracious towards others. Our memory verse this week is from Proverbs 22, verse 1. It says, A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, and favor is better than silver or gold. 
Now, by a good name, they're not just talking about the name that your parents named you when you were born, but they're talking about your reputation, what other people think about you. That matters a lot. Let's read it one more time. Proverbs 22.1 A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, and favor is better than silver or gold. I'm so glad that you joined me today on Audacious Arrows. We'll see you next time.